Hello fellow humans, Chris here again. So uh, today I just wanted to do a short follow-up to a video that I did last week on the topic of rationalizing versus reasoning. Um, still referencing the same book, uh, Mental Immunity by uh, Andy Norman. And I uh, just wanted to mention that uh, a while back I had mentioned on this channel that I was uh, going to be working on a documentary uh, in the next year or two as time permits. Um, so just wanted to put out there for transparency that uh, this book is part of my research into that film, which is why I keep referencing it. And as I've said before, I, I don't want to divulge exactly what the documentary is about, um, just to say that it, I believe, very much fits in with the theme of my channel, um, kind of just what I'm about, and the whole Tenth Man concept as well. Um, so before I get into the the meat of what I wanted to talk about, I did just want to put out there that I, I don't want to give away too much, um, partially because I, I would like to, when the time comes... Um, I would like to show the documentary to my subscribers. Um, I don't know exactly how I'm going to do that. I, I've never done, you know, a documentary, and I've never done distribution of a of a product like that before. So I figure I'll cross that bridge when I get there. But in the meantime, um, I'm open to ideas. If anyone has has done film production before, um, and also what people think about following along with the journey as I go along. Because um, I'm, I'm thinking of maybe doing kind of behind-the-scenes footage along the way and maybe releasing short clips, uh, short videos like that. Um, maybe just enough to where it gives kind of the gist of the, of the idea away, but not so much that you're going to be completely spoiled when the actual final product comes. So... That's just kind of a side note. Uh, I, I'd be curious what people think about that. Uh, if people have any interest in that, um, I'm, I'm kind of open to ideas on just sort of the the sharing of the process and then also the distribution of the product itself. Again, when the time comes, which uh, we're kind of far out from that right now. Um, but anyway, getting into the topic, uh, I wanted to address another another interesting point that uh, Andy Norman brings up. Um, Again, the, the, the gist of this book is kind of about um, bad ideas, why, why people have bad ideas and why they cling to them. Um, and I had mentioned a couple weeks back, um, I had said something to the effect of, um, who the hell am I to say that what somebody else, you know, what I refer to as pro-choice, somebody else calls murder. You know, who, who am I to say that that person is wrong for thinking that? And, and the reason why I want to bring that up is I, I, I kind of want to call myself out. Um, so I'm going to just read really quick. Um, these are six uh, what he calls um, immune disruptive ideas. So six immune disruptive ideas. I'm, I'm going to share them all, and then I'm just going to get into one specifically that I think is of interest. So the six ideas are basic commitments can't be rational, questioning core values is intolerant, beliefs are private, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, 
Values are subjective. I've definitely said something to the effect of that before. Um, and then I have no standing. And then in quotes, who's to say? So that last one there, the who's to say, uh, I, I kind of thought of myself saying, who am I to say? And uh, I wanted to just kind of clarify some things and, and maybe just kind of put myself in check a little bit because all those examples that he talks about are, are basically centered around the idea that um, to, uh, to, to allow people to have um, unchecked or unaudited, unexplored beliefs is perhaps um, doing a disservice to rational thought and maybe also destructive to a um, productive, harmonious society. And he kind of gets into um, the difference between moral obligations and legal ob obligations and also rights, uh, legal rights versus moral rights. You know, that, that, that just because you have a legal right to do something doesn't necessarily mean you should just go out and do it. In fact, there's a whole lot of things that you really, really shouldn't do that you have a legal right to do. Uh, and this is something that we've kind of talked about on this channel before as well. Um, you know, even when we were talking about contrarian dudes' uh, issues with, you know, saving the drowning baby and all that kind of thing. So what I was kind of interested in was the, um, the who's to say and the values are subjective and like who the hell am I to say that you shouldn't believe this. And I still stand by that to an extent, but I also wanted to just... Um, explore that a little bit and what that means because I, I do think that there is the um, there is a risk when you say who's to say uh, there's a risk of neglecting the topic to the potential detriment of other people a, a good example would be um, you know who's to say that um, you know we sh who who's to say we should have transgender specific bathrooms um and i'm not saying that that's uh, we should or shouldn't per se uh, at the moment um but perhaps something like that would um would alleviate some um potential harm that could be caused to members of the lgbtq community who face sometimes violence um, when people find out who they are. Um, again, I'm, I'm just just touching the surface of, of a topic there, um, but just the idea that, uh, you know, or, or like gay marriage is another good example. Uh, he talks about that as well, like, well, you know, who am I to say that, um, you know, you, you know, your personal belief, your religion tells you that gay marriage is wrong. I mean, who am I to say that you're wrong to think that? Um, can lead to a social acceptance of intolerance, really. Um, and, and so when I said, you know, who the hell am I to say that uh, you're wrong to think that abortion is murder, uh, I'm not saying that this topic is closed at this end of discussion, uh, because I do think that there are real-world implications for people, for women... Um, in Texas, again, specifically, and other places, um, people who have that belief. So 
I, I personally, I don't make a value judgment on who you are because you believe that abortion is murder. Um, but I will still question you and I will discuss the matter if, if it comes up in conversation uh, and try to challenge you on that um, because I do believe that that has the potential to, to be destructive for people, for, for people in our society. Um, again, that's just one example, but Andy Norman also talks about beliefs leading into action. And so if there's this sanctity of belief, of personal values or opinions, to where it's untouchable, um, those beliefs can lead into action, and that could be problematic or inaction. You know, vis-a-vis not passing legislation. Um, you know, not not uh, making gay marriage legal until just when they finally did. You know, but they took a a, a really long time to do it. So, I, I think that it's a very interesting topic to explore, and. Uh, I guess I just wanted to clarify that, that, uh, you know, I believe that we all have a lot of learning and growing to do and, uh, getting better is obviously the, you know, I think one of the big goals of life. Um, and, and, but that doesn't come with demonizing people, but, but there, you know, there, there's not a, um, mutual exclusion or, or, or uh, exclusivity or preclusion to challenging people on uh, certain beliefs that that sometimes they can be very, very locked in because they come from a personal place, maybe a trauma from childhood or just the way they were raised, um, values that they were passed on by their parents. Um, you know, religion obviously comes into mind here. Um, and I think that I think that the, 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 the meat of it all, what I take away from it, is that no idea, no belief, no opinion should be off limits for scrutiny, for, for inquiring about. Yes, everybody has the right to believe whatever they want, um, but do we really want to foster a society, do we want to nurture an environment, a culture that tolerates and provides a space for white supremacists. You know, for, I mean, anything, you know, racism, bigotry, misogyny, you know, some of the things I don't even want to say, some of the really horrible things that exist in our, our world, um, a lot of those beliefs are perfectly legal and constitutional. But does that mean that we as a society need to foster or protect them? Um, you know, this is where you start treading into moral, morality versus legal. Just because something is legal doesn't make it moral. And so if, if, uh, if the ideal for us is to you know find ourselves in a society that 
doesn't hinge upon government, you know, doesn't rely on government to tell us what is right and what is wrong, tell us what to do, to tell us how to live our lives or to what what is moral and what's not. Uh, I think if that's kind of the goal of a society to be self-reliant, self-policing, I just think that that's something that we, we should think about. And, uh, you know, there's a false equivalency sometimes about tolerating intolerance or being intolerant of intolerance somehow being a, um, uh, a, a double standard or, or a, um, you know, sort of a conflict of interest within itself as if, well, I claim to be tolerant and yet I'm intolerant of white nationalism. So therefore I'm intolerant now. Um, I don't think you can, I don't think that's comparing apples to apples, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, and uh, we can, as a society, separate the legal rights from moral rights. And it doesn't mean that we get to persecute people with those sorts of beliefs or, or hurt them in any way. But that also doesn't mean that we need to, um, you know, we, we don't need to humor them. We don't need to encourage or provide open outlets for them to spread their hate. Um, and that includes obviously social media since that's such a huge thing now. But anyway, um, I, that's just something that I was thinking about. Uh, I'd be curious what people's thoughts are on that. Uh, I think that it's a definitely an interesting conversation. Um, you know, when you talk about freedom of speech, freedom of thought, ideas, uh, being reasonable, being rational, but also just having the right to believe what you want. Um, you know, but the, the, obviously the right to swing your fist ends with someone else's chin, something like that. Uh, so, you know, when, when beliefs can lead into action, even by other people, uh, I think it's fair to explore those things. And I think that there's a lot to be said for uh, the, the, the idea that personal beliefs can, can and do affect other people. And then are they really that personal? That's... You know, that's the question, I guess. Um, but uh, who am I to say, right? Uh, the answer is we're all to say. Uh, it's, it's on all of us to challenge each other and uh, try to be better uh, all the time, always. Always try to be better because we always can. The day you stop trying to improve, the day that you think you're perfect is the day you've stopped trying to improve. So anyway, uh, thanks for checking in on me. I will catch up with you all again soon. Please uh, let me know again what you think about the documentary stuff, what your ideas are or what your thoughts are on sort of things you'd like to see. Um, and I will be catching up with you all again very soon. Thank you very much for checking in on me. And uh, remember, don't be afraid to hit like, comment, or subscribe. I never say that, but just figured I'd say it this one time. Uh, and don't be afraid to question the consensus. Have a great day.